Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to your Big Buck Legends one-on-one podcast. All right, here we go. Presented by Kindred Digital, Toy Production Services, and Big Buck Country 1015. All right, I'm listening. Each show, we'll sit down and go one-on-one with the country music legends. And from time to time, we'll introduce you to the future legends as well. Pour your favorite drink and sit back and enjoy your Big Buck Legends one-on-one podcast. All right, I think all the levels are set. Let's go. Let's go. Here's your host, Jason Toy. Hey everybody, Jason Toy here with you with another edition of our Big Buck Legends one-on-one podcast. Wherever you're listening to us, not only across the country, but around the world, we thank you for checking in with us. Don't forget to share us and tell folks all about it, where we sit down and talk one-on-one with the legends of country music. Today, something little special for you, because today we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of the iconic hit, You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma. David Frizzell, Shelley West took it to the top of the charts, and it really kind of catapulted things into stardom for him all across the country and around the globe this is a song that uh clint eastwood utilized in one of his movies and every which way but loose and it's just one of those great iconic songs that we still enjoy to this day we're going to sit down and talk with david frizzell coming up in just a bit about not only the 40th anniversary of the song the new remake of the song but also to his career and the influence of his older brother lefty frizzell how the hall of famer uh kind of helped david get to where he is in country music today and the long legacy that he he has in country music on the back end you're going to be hearing an interview that we did uh sitting down with mary sarah she is the young lady that joins david frizzell on the anniversary edition of you're the reason god made oklahoma she's an oklahoma native you might remember her from uh, her rise to fame on the voice made it up in the top five but she stays true to her classic country roots of the music that she loves and does a great job with david frizzell on the 40th anniversary of this song and has a great story on how they got together to come up up with this uh, anniversary song. So sit back, relax, enjoy our conversations with David Frizzell, also Mary Sarah, all on today's edition of our Big Buck Legends one-on-one podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of our Big Buck Legends one-on-one podcast with Big Buck Country 101.5. Joining us now is the great David Frizzell. David, how are you, sir? Well, I appreciate you saying the great David Frizzell. <laughs> you're, you're a great guy. You're a fantastic guy. And, uh, thank you, and, and to let thank folks you, know, let folks know on this, when we did this uh, recording originally, we had a technical issue, but David's been gracious enough to come back with us. That's an awesome deal. Well, man, we'll talk about it some more. That's that's how we do it. <laughs> well, Sounds great to me. Let's talk about the career for you and. Where, where you know where you were at right now and everything. Obviously, we're going to talk about the 40th anniversary of the uh, the duet with uh, you know the Oklahoma. Thank God made Oklahoma uh, with Shelley West. But let's talk about you and of course growing up with Lefty as well and to get you to the point to where you are today. I tell you what, it's been a, it's been a big run for you. Well, it certainly has. I tell you what, from the time I was old enough to to walk from here to there and and uh, say a word of any kind, I was singing. I was singing a lefty song probably. <laughs> and, uh, I remember, I remember all the way back, God, some of those things we did back when we was young. Uh, I think I was eight or nine, 10 years old. And I had a radio show somehow, rather I was invited to come and do some radio, uh, in Texas. And man, I was singing love you a thousand ways. That was one of lefty's mm-hmm. big first number one records and big old records. And, and so I've been singing lefty for sale. Even now uh, I still sing lefty for sale. I get out there. And now there's still people wanting to hear those great songs. But boy, there's some really good songs that Lefty was able to write, especially those early days. And then I, when I was turned 16 years old, actually, uh, I started working with him on a permanent basis. 
I was opening the shows for him. I was doing all the driving to get us there, you know. <laughs> and and I, I'd, I'd get up and I'd open the shows and I'd do two or three songs and I'd bring Lefty out and I'd step back out of the way. I'd play some guitar with him and, and I'd do some of the uh, harmony work with him. And, and uh, it was just a great, he just taught me everything, you know, give me, Give me all the reasons for wanting to do everything I've done from then all the way to now. What was the age difference between you two? Well, actually, to tell you the truth, there was only about 13 and a half, maybe 14 years difference between okay. us. Wow. Yeah. So uh, so he took me out there with him and gave me the opportunity to get on that stage and, and sing and play and, and, and learn how to entertain, you know, and, and be a part of the, the shows. And God, there was a time back in between 1956 and 1960 when I was out there running around with him, uh, when, when during the touring season, they would do uh, package shows on almost every Sunday, there'd be a, a package show someplace and lefty was invited to every one of them. Mm -hmm. And if lefty went, David went, you know, and, uh, uh, and those days on those package shows, we might work on a Friday and Saturday someplace uh, in Texas, Oklahoma, just wherever or California, just what, and, uh, but almost every Sunday there'd be a package show someplace. So Dallas, Texas or Oklahoma city or Chicago, wherever. And on those shows, all the greats were out there during that time. There was Johnny Cash. There was June Carter, Carl Smith, Gra grandpa Jones. If you remember oh, the name, yeah. Oh, yeah. little Jimmy Dickens was a part of that. Loretta Lynn, it was George Jones, all those people. I got a chance not only to see them do their shows and listen to them do their shows, but I got a chance to hang out with them in the dressing rooms. I got a chance to <laughs> travel on the road with them. I got a chance to learn from everybody. And boy, I was soaking it up too. I remember Lefty uh, talking to me one time and he said, this is after we came back, uh, we all, we all up in California at that time. And we were at home at his house. They're uh, just out of L.A., uh, California. Mm -hmm. And uh, one morning, about 10 o'clock, I'm sitting there and I'm in the den. I'm sitting there playing guitar and I'm, I'm humming a song or writing something. And about 10 o'clock one morning, and he walked by on the way to the kitchen and he stopped. And, he, and he, I realized that he was standing there. So I looked up at him. He said, David, he said, let me stay, buddy. He said, you know, we're out there playing with all these different people, Johnny K, all these different people. He says, and, and you're listening to him, you're watching him. He says, learn everything you can, buddy. Learn everything you can from these, all these great people. He said, but just remember one thing. At the end of the day, we need a David for sale. Yeah. We need a David. We didn't need another Johnny Cash. He said, Johnny's holding that down pretty good. <laughs> he said, and we don't need another lefty for sale. He said, matter of fact, I'm having trouble with him myself. <laughs> and, and I said, he said, we need another, we need a David for sale. And he would tell me that almost every day. I can remember if he said, well, remember now we've got to have a David for sale. <laughs> so somewhere along that time, uh, about when I was about 18, 19 years old, I signed with Columbia records. And when I was asked to sing, all of a sudden there was David Frizzell. Isn't that amazing That's how awesome. that works? He wanted you to yeah. be—he wanted you to be your own self. He wanted to, yeah. It, you know, sure. you talked about the influence he had on you, and you go back and look at, at the history of things. The influence that Lefty had on so many other big name artists as well to get them to where they are. It's just that—that that kind of an inspiration a little bit. You know, he really was. If you listen to him sing a song. Believe me, that would be the way to do it. <laughs> if you ever heard him sing, and I've, I was with him uh, when he got the song Long Black Veil. 
yeah. was here in Nashville with him. I was actually with him when he got the song. I listened to it for the first time. I was with him in the studio when he recorded that song. And I guarantee you, when you hear him sing that song, buddy, that's the way you'd like to sing it yourself, you know. Wow. He was just what I, and I realized, I thought maybe I was, because I was right with him all those all those years, and I was with him, and and uh, and I didn't realize so many people was learning from him. But now I found out that that the Merle Haggard learned a lot from Lefty too, mm-hmm. and I found out that Randy Travis learned a whole lot from Lefty, uh, and you know. So I've learned all these other people that has learned a lot from the great Lefty Frizzell, and and man, there's nobody better in the world to learn from. He was it. David Frizzell is hanging out with us here a little bit. We'll talk about the 40th anniversary uh, for his hit single with uh, with uh, Dottie with uh, Dottie West. Well, not Dottie West. <laughs> with Shelly. Yeah, Shelly. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say Dottie, but with Shelly West here in just a bit. But you know, we're talking about Lefty a little bit, and I know you're pretty proud of the fact that uh, you got an opportunity to kind of showcase his life and and your life as well because you're a part of it too. Uh, on film as a possibility because of an autobiography autobiog- uh, that you've written about your brother. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the thing about it, and I know you and I talked about this before, uh, as a matter of fact, when we're, I saw you in Nashville, about the fact that in this book, it, it was kind of hard for you, I guess, a little bit because you wanted to put everything in there and you were hesitant on it, but you had to give the, the true portrayal of the hard life really, that Lefty had. I really did. I had to write it the way it really happened. I not going to make things up or I want it to be real. Yeah. I wanted that to be, and if we do a film coming up, I'm really hoping that we can do it justice. And, and, and when you walk in and see the movie, you walk out, you know, who left, well, that was Lefty Frizzell. That, that story was Lefty. but you, you see the real thing. So when I was writing it, I wanted to write it that way. And so I did. And, and, and I let's see, I started writing it in about 80, about 81 or two, three, somewhere like that. I came to Nashville in 81 with the song, you're the reason God made Oklahoma. It was number one when I drove into Nashville Wow! and I had told lefty back earlier than that. Uh, I told him, I said, the only way to come to Nashville, Tennessee is with a hit record. <laughs> you got a hit song. People are going to invite you on in. They're going to open the door for you. They, <laughs> they're going to listen to you when you talk anyway. So I did, I waited that song went number one and I drove, I drove in, I actually pulled off the road and I got out and I, I looked up in the, up to the heaven. I looked, looked up to the sky and I said, I'm a man of my word, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but I learned everything from him, but I realized a lot of other people did too. Did he, you know, and he, he died, he passed away at a really young age. He was only what, 47, but he 47. had a, he was really, had a hard, hard, a uh, lot of demons he was battling, <laughs> let's put it that way. Well, he kind of did. And yeah. a lot of those were, were self-imposed and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he had a rough time. He had this, you know, he, uh, you know, when I was writing the book and I actually did a, uh, I actually read the book, uh, on the CD, okay, I had the, yeah. the whole, the whole, the whole book, I read it and it's all on CDs that, uh, out there now. Uh, but, uh, when I did that, the hardest thing I ever did was to do that. When I actually got in and had to read the book, my goodness gracious, toward the end of it, I was, I was, uh, you know, it's when we lost left the last two chapters. And I couldn't keep from crying. The tears just falling out on me. And I'm trying to, to write to sing and talk about it, you know, and talk about it right. It took me took me a little while to get that low those last two verses, those last two uh, chapters down. Wow. But uh Lefty really did have a, a tough life. But he had a great life to go along with it. Uh being around Le- Lefty was actually like being at a party. He was amazing just to be even if it was just you and him. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was an amazing man. He had these little things that he did. If he was talking to you, he had to touch you. He had to hit you on the arm or he'd hit, you know, 
he kept your attention for everything he said by pecking on you, you know. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me, but uh, he was an amazing man. Well, let me talk about you a little bit. And uh, I know you were out on the road with your brother, and then you took some time because, you, well, you went to the military. So what was military, military. life like for you? Uh, <clears throat> well, actually, they let me play and sing in there. Really? I would almost every almost every Friday and Saturday night, I was doing a show someplace. And uh, I went out and went to boot camp down in out of uh, San Antonio, Texas. I went to boot camp. And then from there, I went up to, to Tacoma, Washington. I was stationed at McCord Air Force Base. Oh, so there. you're an Air Force guy Actually, if you went to San Antonio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, San Antonio went there. And then I went up to McCord Air Force Base, and I was there for two years. And then they sent me down to Northern California to a radar site. <laughs> but and then I was there for the next two years. So I was in there four years. Wow. So I was working with Lefty right up until the time I went in the service. And then when I got out in 64, 65, I went back to work with him again. Oh, wow. And he had had a song called uh, Saginaw, Michigan in 64, oh, yeah. Yeah. which is amazing, mm-hmm. amazing song, as you know. Yeah. And uh, and so I went back to work with him. And he let me play that part uh, you know, I play that on. I play his intro on the guitar. He let me play it every time. You know, <laughs> that's awesome indeed. Oh God, just to work with him was an amazing thing. But he gave me the opportunity to do it and to learn, and I learned everything from him, buddy. I was a guy's a great student. And he was would, a great teacher, but I was a good student. And I'm, it sounded like he was your hero too, or one of your heroes. My hero too. Yeah. And then I didn't realize it. Uh, really, to tell you the truth until Merle Haggard became such a friend of mine that he was just, he was just in, uh, influenced by lefty as much as I was. Yeah. And, uh, he just, you know, he, he loved lefty and so did <laughs> I. I remember one time we was at home and, and I was at home visiting mom, uh, in uh, Tipton, California was where, where the, where the family lived at that time. And, uh, and I was, and lefty caught and lefty was there too. So men lefty was there at, at the same time. And, uh, and well, and Merle Haggard called the number, and so Lefty got on the phone with Merle Haggard. So I got on the extension. I want to hear this, right? <laughs> so, so Merle said, Lefty says he said, Lefty said, I want to play you something. Would you like to hear something? Lefty said, Well, sure. And Merle said, Well, I just went down to Dallas and I recorded this song, and I want you to hear it right now. And it was a song that Lefty wrote called "I Want to Be with You Always," oh. and uh, and so Merle sang it and played it, and and after it played. Lefty listen listen was real quiet from a the phone was silent there from uh, a beat or two you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, Lefty finally said Merle I don't know why you went to all that trouble I could have just gave you one of mine. <laughs> 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 it sounded just like Lefty. Bless his heart. Oh man. Well, hey, but let, Merle had him down. David, let's talk a little bit about uh, a little bit more on your career and of course before we talk about uh, you're the reason God made Oklahoma I got to ask you about uh, number one hit for you. I'm gonna hire me a wino to decorate our home. <laughs> oh man! Well, we are, we had already had uh, the Oklahoma song at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd had a few other things in there. Mm-hmm. But the uh, I was riding on my bus. I was going from date to date. We were doing a lot of dates right after that with that song being so big. Mm-hmm. The Oklahoma song was so big that it took two people, uh, me and 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 Shelley West, two people nobody knew, and made us household names around the world. Yeah. It took and and and. Uh, it, it, the song was so big, so huge, that it, it took two people that nobody knew and put them on the world stage. We worked all over the world. We worked. I did tours of Germany, Holland, uh, England, all kinds of different places. Anyway, uh, her and I were singing that song all, all over the country. Mm-hmm. So, But I was riding down the road, and 
Nuff Garrett, who was our producer out in California, mm-hmm. had sent me some new songs. So I'm going down the road, sitting on the sitting on the seat there, going down the road, and I'm watching the highway, but I'm listening to new songs. And I heard going to hire a wino decorator. Home. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And a fellow named Dwayne Blackwell had written the song and actually recorded it. And he was actually looking for a record deal. His song was so good, it was a, it was a master. Anyway, they sent it to me. Snuff Garrett sent it to me. And I listened to it. I couldn't believe it. I thought, I called Snuff back. I said, I think you found another one here, buddy. Save that song for me, and I'll be right out there. So uh, he did save the song for me. And I went out, and uh, and we recorded that song. I knew it was a number one song. It just... It was just too well written, and we did it. We did it pretty well too. Uh, you knocked so, it out uh, of the park. On, you knocked it out of the park with you, that buddy. one. You talked about Snuff Garrett there a little bit, and going back a little bit on the uh, "You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma," and like you said, that uh, that song put you and Shelley on the map everywhere across the world, and it's a great I'm history sure behind this song. Tell folks about it. Well, I tell you what, I, I had found out who Snuff Garrett was. And I was working with the Buck Owens organization out of Bakersfield that time. Snuff is down in L.A. And he's doing uh, soundtracks for the great Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds and those kind of movies. Those movies doing the soundtracks for these. And, and I found I found him and, and, I, and, I, and I sent him a, a, a tape that I made at Buck Owens Studio with my brother Alan, actually, playing guitar. And Shelly West was there. And I thought... This one song sounded like it could it could be a duet, actually. I just, you know, so I put Shelly West on it, and I sent that down to Snuff Garrett. So Snuff got it, and he called me back, and he said, David, man, he said, you didn't send me any pictures. He said, take some pictures and send them to me, and if you look anything like you sound, I'm going to make you and her, make you and Shelly West, he said. I'm going to make you and Shelly West the next Sonny and Cher <laughs> of, country, of country music, he said. So we so we, we went down, and we cut it and off. He finally played that song, Oklahoma, for the great Clint Eastwood. They're riding back from an art show in Palm Springs, and they're coming back to Nashville, uh, coming back to, to L.A. And he said, I, I, we're going down the road, he said, and we're traveling about 70 miles an hour. I knew Clint was not going to jump. He said, <laughs> <laughs> so he said, I played him. You're the reason God made Oklahoma. They listened to the song all the way through, and then when it ended, Clint Eastwood looked over at Snuff. He said, man, that's a pistol. He said, let's put that in my next movie. So they did. They put it in any which way you can. And they had, they liked it so much, they put it in two different places in the movie. And if you ever watch that movie and you walk out of that movie, you're humming that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, and, and uh, right turn Clyde. I always remember that, too, as right well. Right turn Clyde. Yeah. Clyde the orangutan. <laughs> yep. He's in that movie as well. Anyway. <laughs> They put they put the movie and it got so much airplay from the soundtrack from disc disc jockeys all over the all over the country. Uh-huh. They were playing from the soundtrack that Warner Brothers put it out as a single in November of eighty of nineteen eighty, and uh, nineteen eighty one, April the eleventh, it went number one, and that's when I drove into Nashville. I was gonna say that's hard to believe. That's forty. Does it does it hit you when you realize it was forty years ago? I don't know what happened. <laughs> 40, 40 years just slid right on by, and I've been all over the world, and I'm still here. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. And now, because of the, we, we're celebrating 40 years, me and a young lady, Mary Sarah, boy, what a talented young lady this girl is. And uh, I heard her sing, was, was doing a show uh, about, a, about a year ago now, I guess it was. And uh, the pandemic was just getting ready to hit, and everything was closing down and all that. 
but I heard this young lady singing, and I was I was going to do this this pop. I think it was the last show, was about a year ago, and uh, and I heard this young lady singing, and I walked out to the bandstand. This young lady was singing; she looked incredible, and she came off the stage, and I uh, I just hugged her, and I said, "You and I got to sing something together. You're just you know we got to do something together." So we went and actually recut it, did another version of "You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma." We didn't take anything away from the front, the first one, because you don't want to do that. But we made another version of, of it, me, me and Mary Sarah singing it. And you got to hear that if you haven't heard it yet. You got to see, you got to hear that. Uh, it's fantastic. I've, I've heard it uh, numerous times and, and like it. She, she truly knocks it out of the ballpark. Oh, she really does. And she just got so much personality. And she puts all that personality into her voice, into her, her every day. Just she does. And uh, I just can't wait to get out and maybe start doing some shows with her and, and uh, travel around the country with her in that bus and, and do some great shows because she can, she, can she can bring it through the stage, I guarantee you. Well, folks, if uh, the name Mary Sarah, if you're a fan of The Voice, she was on uh, Team Blake and I think made it to the top five uh, sure before, did, before yeah. elimination. So she did uh, – and a lot of what she did was all classic country songs, which was great. I mean, she didn't forget the roots of it. You know what's so great, though, about – about the Oklahoma song mm-hmm. is that when you listen to it, when you listen to it and we were going to redo it, I've sang it so many times in the last 40 years, you can imagine how many times I've sang that around the world. And, uh, but when you listen to that song, you never sing it the same way twice, basically, <laughs> you know, you, you, cause it, each time you hear it, it tells you how to sing it a different way. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to that song, it'll tell you how to sing it. <laughs> and, uh, but it really spoke to her that day when we recorded in the studio, we had some of the great musicians that Nashville is known for a great producer in there. And when she came in and did her part on you're the reason God made up coma, she brought all of that song was talking to her because she just sang the fool out of it. When you hear it, you'll know it. Have you had a chance to, uh, with, with Shelly West, who did the original with you? And I know it's been a little bit since you've seen Shelly, but uh, I w- wonder what her take is on the song. I don't know, but I'd like to find out. Yeah. Uh, 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 but Shelly, you know, she just sang the fool out of it as well mm-hmm. in the very beginning and everything. And I worked with Shelly all over the world. and one of my, I've never seen a more talented person than she is. And I just love her completely. And, and uh uh, but she, she kind of retired here a few years back and, uh, but we wanted to celebrate that incredible song. Mm-hmm. And so somebody came up with the idea. Well, I think it was Mary Sarah's dad mm-hmm. that came up with the idea of maybe redoing the song. And so we did. And, uh, and it's just great. I'm, I'm awful glad we did. It's a great song and you'll get a chance to hear it now. Yeah, it's great. We, of course we had it on the, the radio station as well. And Hey David, we appreciate it as always, uh, always look forward to catching up with you. If you ever need anything, let us know and keep putting out some good stuff out there for us. We love to hear it. I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing that pal. And thanks for having me with you, pal. And, I appreciate it so much. Thank and, you. And don't let the, the wife give you too much on the honeydew list there. <laughs> oh, well, you know, she's got one now, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially was that honeydew list pretty good size during the pandemic? Well, you know, gosh, that, that pandemic did, I can't even, I can't get over that myself. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, for the first time in my lifetime, I've ever been, stopped from going out and singing for for the my friends my, yeah. my the, the the country music fans and and all my other friends that do that same stuff that that they do uh we haven't been able to get out there and do that i cannot believe it and and i just kept i kept praying that it would all end 
and we'd be able to get back out there. But it looks like it finally has. That's a good but thing. But I'm awfully glad to get start getting back in my bus and just get out there where I belong. Well, let's catch up with you next time when the, when you guys get the movie out there and uh, get it out in theaters and wherever you all put it, and we'll uh, we'll catch up then. Looking forward to it. Man, I, hey, I hope we're able to go to one of the premieres again. You need to, you need to come and go with me for one of those premieres. I'll come down. When to, we get ready to happen. <laughs> I'll come down to Nashville with you. How about that? Hey, that'll work, buddy. Thanks a lot for having me on. David Frizzell, we appreciate you, sir. Thank you for everything. Bye-bye now. There you have it, folks. The great David Frizzell. Now, the other side of things on the 40th anniversary for You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma. It is the uh, the new version of the song featuring Mary Sarah. Now let's find out a little more from Mary Sarah on how her and David Frizzell were able to get together to record this 40th anniversary song. Here's Mary Sarah on our Big Buck Legends one-on-one podcast. Big Buck Country 101.5 and, of course, our Big Buck Legends one-on-one podcast continuing on. We uh, we caught up with David Frizzell a little while ago talking about the 40th anniversary of You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma. The other voice on that new version of the single is the beautiful Mary Sarah. How are you? Hello, Jason. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's great to catch up with you. And they, uh, Before we talk about the song, congratulations on the new baby girl. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. She is she is quite a spitfire already, so <laughs> she's been the best. I, you got to, I, did, I don't know if you got to meet her. I know we got to meet for the first time yeah. at WSM Studios, so that was pretty cool. I did see her. She was absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. Thank girl. you. Hey, Thank uh, you. If, for folks on the, the name Mary Sarah, obviously, uh, got going on the voice i mean that was the thing i remember seeing you on the voice i was uh, was cheering you on on the voice uh you made it the top five which was great but the thing i love the fact that you didn't f- kind of forget your love and the passion of classic country music that was a lot of the artist stuff yeah. you did it, I, you know what and uh i really thank you for that first off mm-hmm. that you noticed that because it, it is a big part of who i am i grew up singing classic country so you know when you go on a show like that i always uh, anybody who asks for advice or anything i always say hey no know who you are before you go on there because um, it, it means a lot as far as you know the kinds of songs you do and so it really it, it it was a priority for me to make sure i i kept to my traditional roots um in that show um and kind of i guess bridging the generations um and like we're doing with this for uh younger folks my age to you know get to hear some of this music for the first time you know and also too i think because I mean, even you did a classic song on your audition that got you four chairs i did where the boys are it yeah. is my favorite song to sing even now um it's been it's one of those songs that has been such a door opener in my life Mm -hmm. um i actually the first time um it it opened a pretty big door was when i was actually 15 years old Uh, i got to sing with the oak ridge boys on stage with them and i sang where the boys are acapella um and that actually led to an entire duets record um so <laughs> that i ended up doing called bridges and um and so that that song means a lot to me that's awesome indeed to be up there with the oak ridge boys i just talked to them not too long ago they got you know the thing about it they're still going strong they got a new album out it's a combination of gospel music and classic country music and it sounds yeah, great yeah they're, you know, they're amazing as, as far as being just extremely talented, yeah. but as well as people they're they are, I call them my uncles in the industry because <laughs> they're, they're just a call away for me and always uh, giving me advice on things um, when I need it. And so I really, you know, they are just incredible. I, I find that, you know, a lot of legends in country music, they have a passion for um, helping younger artists mm-hmm. um doing the record that i did bridges with you know dolly parton and willie nelson and all, all those legends they they signed on to that album without even 
being paid, no nothing. Like wow. it, they just wanted to help, and and um, so it was it was really incredible. So I just find that um, a lot, even with David, um, he's come on and just been such a great mentor, and uh, it's it's been really really awesome. You know, we'll jump in that song here in just a minute, but the one question I, I did want to ask you on that, and you talked about the, you know Willie and and Dolly and everybody else, and David Frizzell, obviously you're working with now too. In, yeah. the, in your class, the, the background of you, the, the love of the of the classic country sound, is it hard? Yeah. Is it harder, I guess, with Nashville to not have conformed to that newer, poppier country sound? I mean, I, I take Mo Pitney as an example. Mo's a, is a great guy, great artist. I love his, his work that I, he does. And he has stuck to that classic sound and continuing to put music out there. Hang on, you broke up for just oh. a second. Could you repeat that last part? I was gonna say, uh, with I'll take an artist like Mo Pitney, who uh, mm-hmm. Mo Mo's a great artist, great guy, and he has like you has that passion for that classic, that traditional country sound, and is still able to make it work in a in a Nashville that's trying to get you know real on the pop side of things. Yeah, you know, when I I moved to Nashville when I was seventeen years old, and I will say I've kind of I've kind of gone like through. I don't know if saying like through the ringer is the right phrase for that, but um, I've been there and done that. And I feel like I have felt a little bit of that pressure for sure to um, conform um, because there, there are so many artists here. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times um, you can allow that fear of going, well, you know, if so-and-so decides to do it like that, what if they, you know, they'll, they'll do it. So Mm -hmm. why, why shouldn't I, or um, you know, there's a lot of different things here in this town. And it, it, it comes back to knowing who you are and surrounding yourself with people who know who you are too, to hold you accountable to that um it's so easy to lose yourself in this city um and so I, I'm, I'm really thankful for the family that i have around me and the people that the lord has just placed in my life to mentor me um because i think i i don't know if i would be as, as well off as i am yeah. honestly without those people around me um it's, it's a team effort <laughs> for sure <laughs> mary sarah's hanging out with us here a little bit and you know of course we're going to talk about the the 40th anniversary of the year the reason god made oklahoma she did with david frizzell what was it like the first time you walked out on that Opry stage and stepped in that circle. What was that? What's that feeling like? Because I'm obviously I'm not an artist like that. I will never know. My dream is to to hopefully Bill uh, Bill Cody will let me go up with him on the podium and do something from up there one time. But the, oh the, my, the, the you step would be in that so circle. great at that. <laughs> you would be so great at that. But the step in that circle though, I can only imagine the goosebumps. Um, you know what that that experience. I mean, I, I felt like when I got to do that for the first time, uh, and I feel like a lot, probably a lot of artists say this, but like, I, I was, I was like, okay, I've, I've accomplished what I wanted to in life. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, standing in that circle and understanding the history, um, and, and, and diving more into the history of my, I guess my path that I've been on has allowed me to do a lot more research and understand the impact of the Opry itself. And, and my mom always taught me to kind of go back and understand your roots and, and where things come from. And so, you know, when I got to go out there for the first time, I really, I was thinking about that all. And, um, I had just, it was so, it was nerve wracking, but like the best kind of nerves you could possibly have. It was just so it was excitement. It was, and I literally, I like prayed beforehand and I was like, I, I pretty much said, Lord, if, you know, if Patsy Klein is listening to me up there, tell her to sing through me. <laughs> tell her to sing through me tonight because I just, it really, it was incredible. And I'm so thankful to have been able to do it and continue to do it. And uh, we're, David and I are hoping maybe we can do a little, uh, 
debut of You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma, our re- rendition of it on there. So, Well, let's talk about that a little bit. And, and David has a great story about the fact that you were performing on the same show that he was and heard your voice and had to go off yeah. and walked off stage there and watched you and waited till you came off and gave you a hug, said, we've got to record something together. That's 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 pretty cool. Um, it was so unexpected. I, yeah, I, I, he was literally standing, I kid you not right at the bottom of the stairs next to the stage. So he was the first person I saw coming off after singing two songs and he did, he wrapped me in a hug and he just said, girl, we have got to do something together. And you know, a little like backstory for me, you know, that I I grew up with classic country. And so growing up in Texas, uh, first off I was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So (laughs) I get to claim, or at least my dad tells me all the time that I'm the reason God made Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad and I actually would sing that song since I was like eight or nine years old. So if there's any, so Where the Boys Are is one of the staple songs for me. Uh-huh. But if I were to choose another song that I know like the back of my hand, it's You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma. Wow. So it really, it's pretty incredible how things have just come full circle um, with this song and getting to work with David and I just, you know, being in the right place at the right time. And so after getting off the stage and David telling me he wanted to work with me, um, I ran to my dad and I just said, you're not going to believe this, but David Frizzell just said he wants to work with me. (laughs) And what my dad being the country jukebox that he is literally responds to me and he goes, you do know the 40th anniversary. You're the reason God made Oklahoma is coming up what if you guys did like a remake to pay tribute and you know, you never know until you ask is what I've always yeah. been taught. So I, you know, we asked David and his team and they were so excited about it and it just has naturally come together and we've had such a fun time getting to do the things we've gotten to do with this song. Um, and you know, David's been able to do some incredible things and I'm just very lucky to, to be a part of this song now and, and kind of, I guess in a way allow it to do incredible things in my career um, too, uh, just like it has for Shelly and David. So um, it's, it's been pretty, pretty amazing. And David himself and his, his wife, Joanne, they're just <laughs> the sweetest people. Um, and so I always love getting to work with not only talented people, but people who have great character and are kind and loving, and that's exactly who they are. So it's been really such a pleasure. Well, I know you want to, you have the respect and the, the passion for the, the, the classic sound of the traditional country I don't really like you know like to call it but you know Shelly West yeah. knocked it out of the park back 40 years ago and I think you did the same thing as well I'm I know if uh, and I asked David about it, if he had a chance for Shelly to hear the song and he hadn't had a chance to talk to her yet so I can only imagine that she'd probably have a smile on her face when she hears you sing it I really am hoping so <laughs> <laughs> I can only hope that you know it's it's it was a little bit of pressure you know yeah. thinking about it going into the studio going I've got to, you know, I, I've got to be myself, but I also have to pay respect um, to Shelly and to David. And um, and so I wanted to really capture the essence of what she was able to do, but as well as put my own little spin on it. And so um, I, I hope so. Wherever she's at right now, I hope, <laughs> you know, when she hears it, she's proud. <laughs> well, all right. Before we let you go, Mary Sarah, what other things you have going on? And obviously you got the big song with, with David Frizzell, but and your new mom. So I know you're staying busy with that. So what's the future hold now for you? Well, I, I'm just picking up on shows here now that things are opening up. So uh, we're starting off with a show in Texas. 
um, in Tomball, Texas on the 17th of July here. That'll be my first time getting back on the stage, especially since the craziness of COVID. Um, so I'm very excited about that just to get to see the fans again and be back on. I love performing. Uh, it's, it's a big part of what I do and, and my love for music. So um, getting back to that and booking more dates and everything. And then um, I'm currently working on some new music. So oh, hopefully, yeah. So hopefully we'll get that out to you. And then, you know, David and I are actually talking about getting some dates together to sing the song, um, hopefully on tour. So oh, we're working great. on that. And as soon as we know, we'll get that out to everybody and, and have them uh, have them hopefully join us and, and sing along to the song with us. Well, I know, and I, I got to imagine the emotions that are going to come over you the first time when you do that show in mid-July and you walk off and your baby girl's there for you. I know. I'm actually, I'm going to try to. Hopefully she's in good spirits, but I'm going <laughs> to try to pull her up on stage. <laughs> Get her early in the I business, just, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what's really funny is she has been, so when we recorded You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma, I was actually seven months pregnant. <laughs> and so she was in the belly when we recorded it. <laughs> Then she got to meet David when we, we filmed a little acoustic video of it. Um, and so actually what's really funny is he she, he's actually gotten to see Avalyn, my, my little girl, more than probably most of my family has, <laughs> 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 which is pretty crazy. But So she's been a part of so many things, and so I can't wait to – I try to get pictures just so, you know, one day we can look back and I go, look at, look at this. You were here and you were doing this at this age. And so hopefully when the show comes in July, I know there's a lot of my fans that are actually wanting to beat her too. So <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome indeed. It's very, very exciting. So. Hey, Mary Sarah, we appreciate it. Congratulations on the uh, single. It's, it's awesome. I tell you, you and David did a great job with it. Looking forward to hearing more stuff from you. And, and I love the fact you're keeping uh, true to the roots for you. That's awesome. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm trying, and I just so appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. And enjoy the new baby. Thank you. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. That's Mary Sarah, her and David Frizzell together on the 40th anniversary edition of You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma. Thanks for checking in on another edition of our Big Buck Legends one-on-one -on -one podcast. Don't forget, let us know if you got any comments or anything. You can go to our Facebook page or our website at BigBuck1015.com. And thank you for subscribing and telling your friends about our Big Buck Legends one-on-one -on -one podcast. God's blessings. We'll talk to you soon. All right, son, the party's over. You've been listening to your Big Buck Legends one-on-one -on -one podcast. Thank you for checking us out, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Okay, I need to tell you two things. If you want to contact us, you can email us at studio at bigbuck1015.com or find us online at bigbuck1015.com. The Big Buck Legends one-on-one -on -one podcast has been a production of Kindred Digital, Toy Production Services, and your home for the legends. Big Buck Country, 1015.